2: You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Um, hello. Uh, It's us. We're just back from our weekend getaway.
1: Ah, We're traveling, Book Club Babes. Yes, we are. Book Club Babes on the go. We went through three states. We went from Illinois through Indiana to Michigan and then in the reverse
2: reverse reverse it
1: yeah but reverse, we, reverse it. It. we had a wonderful time we got mm-hmm. to hang out with angeline booley got to have watch a sunset with her 10 amazing. out of 10 wouldn't recommend
2: would <laughs> recommend amazing thank you again so much we already
1: yeah
2: we already i wanted to say gush but i hate that word we already <laughs> words
1: what are you uh-uh. gushing saying
2: like mush. thank you hospitality mush
1: mush yeah hospitality oh, yes. thank you for the yes, hospitality
2: yes, 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 yes. she's yes. lovely host thank you so much yes. uh was yes. yes, great
1: yeah was oh, great time but now if you can't notice we're very sleepy because we, we got sleepy. on a plane ride home last night we didn't get home till like midnight Oy. and Oof. then day jobs and then life and then nothing stops and you know no Would oh you, my gosh uh, I just can't stop
2: thinking about Chicago. Okay. I know.
1: That was fun. We did some many, we did many fun things. But one we of the many. things that we did that is related to Ashley
2: is big gulp. Oh, yeah. We had a big old gulp,
1: daddy. We had a big gulp. gulp big gulp, daddy. Yeah. That was good. You had mm-hmm. a you had your classic DC that was the size of your head. Yes.
2: Yes. Super big gulp I think it yes. said something like that on the side super big yes. gulp
1: yes and I had a frosty I don't know what you call it there probably the same slurpee oh it was slurpee. a slurpee it was a slurp. Yeah. sweet yeah I had a slurpee and was really stoned and couldn't figure out the lid situation <laughs> that
2: was ridiculous but awesome
1: I also think a glitch in the matrix yes
2: McDonald's
1: oh Okay, let's tell them, let's set the scene for them. <laughs> okay, let's, let's set, set the, scene. the scene. We're tired. Travel day. We, Travel day. Yes, we took the train back into Chicago. We walked fucking everywhere. We saw mm-hmm. some things. We did some shopping. We came Made back to stop the hotel. at the dispensary. <laughs> yes, stopped at the dispensary. Ooh, that's the day we had that bomb-ass fucking vegan soft-serve ice cream? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dream of that for years to come. Years anyway, to come. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we have we we hit up the dispensary. We're feeling good, doing good. We get back to the hotel. We put on our comp clothes just for a minute. We're like, let's just decompress, and then we're like, we're in a hotel. Why
2: don't we, we eat McDonald's food? in bed?
1: We're just door dash to the hotel and eat McDonald's in bed. So That's we did.
2: We lived our bougie was, life.
1: It was the fucking best. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't change it for a thing. And you said.
2: We're we're getting snubbed here in Canada mm. on, on regards uh, to our McDonald's situation and specifically the quarter pounder with cheese. Right. It's literally know. a bigger hamburger mm-hmm, <laughs> and two slices of cheese on it. One on top, one on the bottom. Damn. Damn girl. it
1: damn it and your soda was huge it was just a medium and that was just a little medium that's crazy it was massive yeah yeah so everything was good fun we're back i read this book on the plane let's fucking let's talk i think that
2: that's our update literally we haven't done anything other than record since or go to chicago since recording yes okay
1: yes well i did finish yellow face oh Oh, yeah that was not a good yeah Well, I finished it, and then I got to talk with Angeline about it, Mm -hmm. which was so cool. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she kind of gave me a little bit more perspective, which was good, but I still was Mm -hmm. disappointed. So,
2: yes, fair, fair. It happened. I have nothing else to report except I picked up a book at the airport called Probably Ruby just based on the name because literally, Ruby.
1: Ruby. Because we we're missing our doggos. We
2: were missing our dogs. And I couldn't find one that said probably brandy. So I
1: know. Yeah. So it was probably Ruby.
2: Okay, we've got new babes. We've got two, in fact. And that Ooh. is Michelle and Emma. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. And you know the drill. If you got a pet, drop a pick. If in you the got group. A pet,
1: drop a pick. We want the pet pics all day, every day. Yeah. But
2: I'm chilling. That's our should we just use that as our like intro?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> drop if you've got a pet, drop a pick. Picks for pets. Pets for pics. Book club yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. Shall we?
2: <laughs> yes, let's talk about those book. Okay.
1: All right.
0: During Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
2: I start this week and this week we're reading chapters 8 through 12 of The Shadow Sister by Lily Mead. Andrew has contacted Casey again and this morning he is saying that she didn't reply and that he had to find out on the news that they found Sutton. Eek. Which that's kind of this she maybe should have just been like hey just so you know founder she's safe billion on deeds later anyways she is a teenager I digress that sucks Mm -hmm.
1: but also I'm not stoked about the role the parents are playing in this for him yeah yeah
2: Um, she's wondering how he would expect like how does he expect her to respond like she doesn't feel sorry for him she hardly knew him Technically, he belongs to no one because Sutton hasn't even asked or mentioned or anything because mind wiped, apparently. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The mom and dad obviously won't bring him up either because they don't like his socioeconomic status
1: cool, cool, cool. yeah, That's
2: um. Fair. So she, of course, goes on to ignore that text as well. And finally, he texts one more time saying that he's not too poor for a phone with read receipts.
1: Oh, Ooh. damn. Do you, mm-hmm. you call them read receipts. You don't call them red receipts.
2: Red receipts. Red read receipts. Whatever. You can call receipts. it whatever you
1: want. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. I call it a red receipt.
2: A red read receipt. Red receipt.
1: You know. How it do? It's a receipt. I got the receipt
2: She, he's got him. She don't. He's got him. Yeah. She don't. So we're now with mom and Sutton in the living room, and they're lo- looking at old photo albums. Where and dad is like, and their dad is quote unquote working in mm-hmm. the living room as well, which is obviously out of the norm and. Casey just hopes that he doesn't decide to work in the living room for the rest of the summer because she's supposed to be like his intern to get those money back for her tickets. Right, right. Because Speaking like,
1: of... <gasps> so bummed out about that so that's a bummer everybody got on my my co-worker we're talking about taylor swift tickets by the way Mm -hmm. my co-worker texted me and she said that she went on like StubHub just to see what like tickets are reselling for and they were three thousand dollars for like the far back back like growth seats
2: oh my god they were saying on the news that over 20 I think that, in total, there was like three hundred thousand seats over the six days that she's supposed mm-hmm. to be performing in Toronto mm-hmm. total. So three hundred thousand mm-hmm. seats total. And twenty million people signed up to all those wait lists. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was also I was also told by my friend, coworker that they opened it up like you know that like wait list but mm-hmm. there were, like, the verified fans. Apparently, they gave, like, half of the verified fans for the Toronto shows to people from the States and half to yes. Canadians, which, like, shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. No. It's, <laughs> that should not be yeah. how it is. No, Especially when you only have literally six Canadian dates across the whole country. That is massive. Really?
1: Totally. <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's messed up. Anyway, so we are will be going to the Eras tour, <sighs> but... We could still dress up and have a party. We
2: can dress. We could dress up and have a party and like stream something somewhere or find it somewhere.
1: Yeah. I said that that to Melissa and she said that um, hopefully by November 2024, she has like, it'll probably be on Netflix or something. Yes. yes. (laughs)
2: True, 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 true.
1: Um,
2: Okay. So we're back with Casey Sutton and mom and dad in their living room. Um, She is hoping, like I said, she does not want to be working in here all summer this close to Sutton's performance Mm.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. so she tries to get out of this living room rendezvous and she's like I gotta go to the pet store if I have to look after fucking the dog strangely Sutton asks to go I don't know don't let her out of your sight anyways Mm -hmm um casey ends up uh relenting and says like i guess you can come but before that ruth wants to know um if they're gonna be at church on the weekend which is bizarre because like you just found her are you coming to church on the weekend
1: yeah i mean Uh, priorities priorities you do what you gotta
2: you know exactly exactly so in the car on the way to the pet store sutton is like humming to herself and it's annoying casey which i understand um and she asks what the song is that she's humming and she doesn't realize that apparently she's humming she's like what i wasn't humming anything wasn't me mm-hmm.
0: couldn't be mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. me
2: couldn't be um uh, her mom like makes like comments and suggestions and stuff like you go do this i'll go do that blah 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 and she just is sounding the worst i think that's she's supposed to be like a, a character that you're not supposed to love
1: yeah um, she's just like controlling the situation yeah mhm um, and she's all so, like, but hurt that Sutton likes Casey and not her. Oh yes,
2: exactly. She's all like upset about that. That's mm-hmm. yeah, weird. You should just be. And, happy but like that Casey she is at least too. Knows- she's yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I don't want to know her. I don't want her to know me either. I was hoping for a clean slate. Yeah. Too, fuck. <laughs> yeah um, exactly. <laughs> Casey thinks that she's going to head straight for the bug section of the pet store when they get there because. She knows that Sutton's worst fear is bugs and creepy Sut- crawlies. Sutton follows, and then she sees all the bugs and freezes. Um, and Casey makes a comment saying, "Well, to herself, obviously." Um, she says, "I guess trauma can't override her fear of bugs." Which is interesting. So she's taking that as a like a sign that maybe like into her pocket, like she's definitely faking if she still mm-hmm. is afraid of bugs. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, I I don't know. I'm I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, okay, okay I okay. don't know. Okay,
2: Sorry. okay, okay, okay. Sutton and Casey go and look at the leashes with strict rules from their mom, saying like, "Don't take your eyes off of her." Casey. Um, she tells. Sutton, Casey tells Sutton that she doesn't need to act like this as long as she's um that as long as she's nice, her their mother will do anything that she wants for her, essentially, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sutton responds with uh, I can be nice. Casey turns her back and then comes back and Sutton is gone and there's no answer when she calls for her either. She's officially gone gone
1: again goodbye (laughs) it's her dang fault too right and it's her it's (laughs) all her fault okay so chapter nine there's obviously panic at the pet store because Casey (laughs) cannot find Sutton and she's like freaking out she finds a store employee who then points her in the direction of Sutton which is great turns out Sutton is in the aquarium section and she is looking at the fish in her hand she's also picked out a sparkly pink leash i don't know if that is relevant but that's the one she went with so i thought i would bring it up sutton seems to be mesmerized by the goldfish and she apologizes to casey for scaring her by leaving casey says that she can have one and Sutton asks her if she thinks that fish can remember and will they miss their family when she brings one home which doesn't seem like, it seems like more depth than what she has usually given Casey of herself in the past, right? So Casey realizes what she's finding so different about Sutton, Sutton and that's that she no, no longer looks calculated. She's like, that's what's missing from her. Like, every step was manipulative or calculated, and that doesn't seem to be what, she's, what she is right now. Um, their mom finally finds them, and Sutton ends up asking for a fish. She calls her mother mom, and Casey thinks now that maybe she is being a little bit calculated by acknowledging her mother by mom because she can see that it makes her do what she wants. Like, she's just so Mm -hmm. happy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Sutton picks out a big goldfish that isn't swimming away from her finger. So I'm like, is this a sci-fi element? Like, what's going on with oh. this fish? Right? Because it's almost like she was like connecting with the fish or something. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because even that. remember when she's like, the fish is hungry. It's like she knows oh something about right. the fish. I don't know. True. I don't know. I didn't think I of it know. that way. Interesting. I- I just, like, why would she be so enthralled with a fish? Like, you you really can't watch a fish for hours and hours. Like, it's boring. It just does the same shit. It's
2: true. It just does swim in circles. It do be swimming I don't know. in circles. I don't
1: know. All right. Anyway, um, we got a, t- a title tie in here. So I wrote down the quote. Casey's thinking, quote, I'm happy to be the shadow sister, invisible until necessary, forgotten by choice, end quote. So suddenly she's not feeling like the Shadow Sister and she doesn't quite like that. Her mom is like, you have to name the fish. And Sutton's like, he's hungry. And her mom's like, what's his name? And she's like, hungry. And so finally, Casey suggests that maybe she should call the fish Juliet because she's got Romeo at home. And Sutton likes this and she agrees. So now we got Romeo and Juliet. Although I think... Juliet is actually a boyfish but
2: um, sun, yeah, I, that's I, did a, I
1: really know yeah. I did a
2: Taylor Swift you reference Taylor <laughs> there Look at me yeah. go
1: uh, okay so they get the fish. Ruth ends up texting Casey and tells her how much she hates the nanny. She says she doesn't help with the kids. I'm like, what is going on with this fucking nanny? That family not weird. sus. Sus, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Casey feels forgotten by her dad now, which is not typical. Usually her dad's the one that pays attention to her. Um, and as she goes to leave the kitchen, she ends up literally almost running into her mom, who has clearly been crying. She tells her not to bother Sutton because today has been a lot for her. But Casey, like, does not care. And she's like, you know what? It's now or never. So she decides to confront her. And she's telling her that she wants the truth. She, like, goes into her bedroom, and she's like, I want the truth. The whole truth, but and nothing but the truth, so help you, God. So help you, Glob. Okay. She tells her that this isn't how amnesia works because she's looked it up, and you can't just remember one person. So why does she suddenly just remember her? And Sutton says, it's because she loves her. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Casey tells her that it isn't true, and she's, like, the only person you ever really cared for was Andrew. She brings up a photo of him from Sutton's Instagram, and Sutton says that she doesn't know who he is, um, and that he's not with the others. And she's pointing to the photos that are on her bedroom wall. And Casey realizes then that her mother has removed all of the photos of him from her wall. So she's literally just trying to like erase him from if she doesn't remember him then she's yeah. trying to erase him, which is like weird why do you hate him so much yeah. although the car thing yeah. is weird but i don't know i don't know i don't know um sutton doesn't know what happened casey finally asks about the bracelet um ma Remy's bracelet remember the big deal and oh. this is the first time she thinks she sees the real sutton she tells Sutton tells Casey that it's not hers and Casey tells her she's going to find out exactly what Sutton is hiding and then everyone will know who she is. So they're like having a little battle without having a little battle because Sutton's not being her like vindictive self. Casey's right. just pissed, right? Mm. Okay, and then we've Pretty got true. Sutton one year before So Sutton has picked out a diner that she feels out of place in, although she's hoping that Andrew will be more comfortable there as it's on his side of town and a cheaper, like a cheaper place to eat. Andrew hasn't arrived yet and she's feeling weird about it. She's thinking about how kind he is to her and how different he is than all the other prep school boys. He finally arrives and when he does, he tells her that she doesn't want her always footing the bill. He essentially tells her that she's too good for him and that they should end it now. Sutton takes this personally, asking him what she did. Like, she's like, oh, my God, this is what did I do? Like, this is sad. And he says no, that his problems are too big to drag her into. And then we find out that him and his family are going to lose their home and that she doesn't, and he says that she doesn't want to be dating a homeless guy, so he's like making assumptions for her, which isn't really fair. Mm-hmm. That's more of like an open conversation to have, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, her phone buzzes, and it's Casey saying that it's almost time for her to be picked up because Sutton had agreed to pick her up at eight from the youth group or whatever. But Sutton feels like it's more important to stay and talk with Andrew about what he essentially just confessed to her. Um so she ignores the text message and I'm guessing she essentially ignores Casey. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. So I going gay. on know eh? what are going yeah. on eh? hmm. aí. Yeah. Interesting. But that's 1 year before. I didn't realize. I thought it was sooner. True. because yeah, Drew and Casey talk. Yes. Okay, okay, hmm. okay. Making you know
2: we're at the fro yo yo
1: with mm-hmm. Ruth. <laughs> oh, i fuck around with fro yo so hard when I lived in the city I would like survive off of that Ooh, with all the candies yum. and everything.
2: Mhm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um at this point Casey's just grateful to be away from Sutton and she tells Ruth that she is like a child essentially like there's nothing there (laughs) um ruth is totally normal and this like isn't really asking any questions about um sutton or how her family's doing or anything like that um and this makes her grateful to be friends with her which is sweet i love that just acting completely normal best friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um she does know that obviously she must be curious um but she has let and agreed to and to Andrew and Casey meeting at her own place at Ruth's um so that they can talk without her parents knowing because mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. we found out that they don't want them around Mm-mm. okay, so then they're getting their froyo and the cashier gives. Um, his number to uh, Casey, Casey which yes she's like and the, a full loyalty card stamp which she's like not cluing in at all and she's like here take this and she's like no this guy wants you to call him Um, she's like I'll take the free yogurt but I'm not calling him because I'm a lesbian so no so I don't know <laughs> take the Take that for yogurt, girl.
1: Take that for yogurt, girl. I'm not
2: sure if Ruth being a lesbian will come back into things Mm -hmm. or not, but Mm -hmm. I think it's Mm -hmm. important to note. Mm -hmm. Um, They are interrupted by the entrance of six girls in shades of identicalness. um, And there's a girl in the cast, which she calls cast girl. um, And... They tell her that the rest of the girls tell her that she could be waiting with coach. And then Casey looks outside and recognizes a man in the front seat of a forest green van. Ooh, interesting. The van says Gwen Light Academy Wild Willow Cheer Squad. These are Sutton's cheer teammates she's trying to get ruth's attention and be like we got to get out of here we got to sneak out as as soon as possible but the cover is blown when ruth blurts out what is wrong with you casey
1: (laughs) i hate that for her i would probably literally just walk out like yeah
2: yeah 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 i gotta go bye turn around and walk yeah bye like if
1: she wasn't getting it i would have been like i'll meet you outside and just like gone gone outside (laughs) yes exactly i hate that but like let's be real they must not be real best friends because real best friends can communicate with their eyes eyes look at that person over there with your eyes like like yeah we need to go oh that's all that i would need to say to you i would just need to lean over and be like we need to go and you would be like okay let's go (laughs) yep Exactly, and I get
2: Don't the whole questions. story outside. That's yeah, fine. Yes, yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Um, with her cover being blown, the cheer squad inundate her, and the whole shop is listening. And now, Aww. Cass. She does notice that Cass girl doesn't crowd her. She's like stepped, like uh, uh, removed, I guess, from this like circle of people just questioning her about Sutton.
1: interesting Interesting
2: that i have that a little star there for me and she does have a question though and it's she is okay right which is also interesting Mm -hmm. um she she tells them that she is good but not good enough to like she's she's okay but not okay in the sense that she'll be Coming back to cheer camp anytime soon. Yeah. Um, and the fact that she literally remembers nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she. That'll do cast- it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cast girl then also asks, is she going to get better? Um, one of the other girls asks, her name's Amelia, and wants to know if their best tumbler is going to be ready for cheer camp because that would be nice. Like it's just painting kind of a picture of yes. Sutton and the girl she hangs out yes.
1: with. Yes. Yeah, totally.
2: Um, of course, there's tons and tons of questions from these girls, and there's none that Casey can answer. They ask if they can come see Sutton. Um, and they pretty much Casey just says, like, talk to my mom, don't talk to me. Yes. Cass's girl asks if um Casey would mind being the go between between um their mom and them essentially and we find out cast girl's name is Natalie um outside the assistant assistant coach is once again filling in for coach McCoy and catches Casey's gaze and she notices the moment when he realizes that it's not sudden and she feels like he looks relieved.
1: WTF is going on a cheer camp. Yes. Is it like a what weird is- cult? Yeah. Cheer cult? Cheer-, cheer cult? Cheer cult, maybe? Cheer cult! Be aggressive. aggressive. Be, be, be a cult aggressive. leader. Casey is looking at photos of a younger Ma Remy, and she is marveling at how attractive she was. In fact, I think she says she used to be pretty hot.
2: Wheat woo.
1: (laughs) Wheat woo is right. Um, We find out that Sutton's cheer teammates are at their house in the backyard in the pool. uh, While Sutton is also outside, but Sutton is hanging out with her mom, not her friends. Sutton is in her bathing suit and looking good but she's really just not interacting with anybody, which is odd. That would be weird. Her dad tells Casey that she can go outside and join them, but Casey would much rather stay inside with him and help him with research, obviously. Casey stumbles across a photo of Ma Remy with her dad's dad, and we find out that this is Grandpa Booker. He died before her her dad was ever born. So they don't really talk about him as there isn't much to know of him. And Casey wonders like, does this not drive my dad crazy as he's so into like fam like historical family elements and he doesn't know anything about his own father? Like that would suck. That's that would suck. Is yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That sucks. Um she picks up a journal and she sees that her grandmother in this journal was making a list of some sort. We see Ivy, I think it's Cleavers, C-L-E-A-V, Cleavers. It yes. wasn't Clovers. Yes. yes. Um, Ivy Cleavers bay leaf, question mark. Um, and it has information and sketches about different plants. And it seems as if she was trying to solve some sort of puzzle. Her father takes this notebook from her when she brings it up, and he puts it in a box, not wanting her to read it. He says that she was like, no holds bar with everything, and he means everything, so he doesn't want her to read it. But I feel like there's another motive there. Like, that seemed weird to me. Hmm. Right? Because she's supposed to be helping him with research, so if she points something out that's interesting, you think that he would... Be interested like, in like, oh, it let's, too. Like
2: let's look further,
1: or let's yeah. let me look and see. Yeah, like he's weird. paying her, right? Is, I don't know. It was
2: weird. Yeah, that was yep. weird.
1: So I'm like, was she making a potion? Is that another aspect of this? Like oh, that's my vibe. Oh, or magical, something. right? Magical. Right. Okay. Natalie, cast girl, comes inside and she says that she wants to grab Sutton's laptop to browse through pictures and videos from practice with her. Um, apparently their mom thought that that would be a great idea to try to like revive Sutton's memory and Cass girl is like, I obviously can't swim. Sutton doesn't really seem interested in swimming. So maybe we can hang out, which is like, okay, that sounds good. So they go up to Sutton's room and they start trying to look for her laptop. They can't seem to find it. Um, she's like, what do you want with this laptop anyway? And Natalie tells Casey, That Sutton started recording all of their practices months ago, but had asked her to not tell Coach. This is weird because Mm. Natalie was like, she's literally the best. I don't know what she's so, like, embarrassed of. Mm. I don't know if that's why she was recording. Mm -mm. Right?
2: I think, do you think she's sus on Coach? Something's going on
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... Why would she never record and then all of a sudden start recording every single one but doesn't want the coach to know? And, like,
2: why is this head coach, Coach McCoy, gone all the time all of a sudden and then now assistant coach? Weird. Where's he Mm -hmm. at? Where's he at? Mm -hmm. And
1: assistant coach thought that he saw Sutton and it wasn't Sutton. Mm -hmm. And and he was, like, relieved. So cheer -hmm. Cheer cult is weird. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. We got... Some tingly feelings about cheer cult. We also find out that Coach does training on the side for important people, like Fortune five hundred people and stuff, which is weird. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what, what kind of training hmm. are you doing? Does your like private school bougie job not pay you enough? Like, why? True,
2: true. You
1: know, I don't know. Hmm. So they end up looking in Sutton's closet for the laptop, and Casey finally finds it, although it's not. new one that she finds it's the broken one that Sutton had dropped from the stairs that she finds uh it turns out that it turns on and the keys still work even though it's totally cracked and there are some keys like missing and Casey's wondering why Sutton kept it and if there is something important saved on it question mark
2: now we're at Ruth's she has to watch her siblings because nanny do be bad yes Yes. um we find out apparently that her dad will be back next week um and she informs her of this while they're folding pamphlets for their second summer camp which is for um kids at risk Mm -hmm. and it will be in the other side of town which is interesting. Why do they need this? Um, Casey makes a comment um, saying that there's nothing worse than being stuck with Pastor Dad for an extended amount of time in the wilderness. So this new summer camp is going to be in Ben's End, which is the lower income neighborhood by the sounds of it. I think and that's where Andrew lives, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Ruth says that it's probably more of a photo op for the members of the Heights above church more than anything. We found, find out that Ruth's adopted mom died of a complication from Esther, her youngest sibling's birth. And she knows, Casey knows that Ruth blames her dad because she was, they were warned, um, uh, not to have any more children after. They had their twins. <sighs> and it doesn't like, sound is like is it the, worth you know, it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. It doesn't sound like the dad wanted to heed that advice, anyways.
1: That's also giving me culty vibes as
2: well. Yeah. Like, you
1: know, like yeah. the Duggards? Just like mm-hmm. kids on kids mm-hmm. on kids.
2: Shiny happy people vibes. Yes. 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 yes.
1: yes. Mm-hmm. What if dad and coach? What if coach is with dad, Pastor Dad? Oh.
2: Oof. Oof. Yeah, possibly maybe he's a member of the church. Okay. Okay. So then finally Andrew arrives. Casey remarks on that he doesn't seem fake in any of his their in like introduction to each other and that kind of stuff. He seems very broken, but she comes out and says, it "Why do you did you have her car?" He explains that he was scared. Um what the the police would do with him if he came forward with it but he does confirm that she's he's showed the um, text from sutton saying that he was borrowing the car
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: we find out that sutton loaned the car so that andrew could go to seattle to meet with a loan officer who was and he is trying to help his family with some financial issues so that harkens back to their meeting a year ago um she's he shows casey the receipts again um and there was no response from sutton past 2 p.m when he started texting and saying like i might be late but things are going well blah 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 so he's now feeling this remorse that maybe if he wasn't late that things might have played out differently but But essentially yes sorry Go ahead. No, go ahead. No,
1: I was literally gonna say what you were gonna say. They think that she disappeared an hour before he was supposed to get her anyway. Yes, so it doesn't matter. Exactly.
2: Yet. It wouldn't have mattered if she exactly. Um, and essentially the meeting is his alibi. Um, she he explains to her that he also is hesitant because it looks bad that a poor kid with a rich, pretty girlfriend um is missing or his girlfriend is missing. Mm-hmm. Um and then he drops the bomb that there are two other black teen girls missing from his neighborhood. And okay, Casey's what? like, literally say what? Um, he tells her that two weeks before Sutton went missing, a girl has gone, um, has been missing. And then again, another three three weeks before the other woman. Um this is the first time that Casey is hearing about these missing girls, which just kind of shows like how status and the color of your skin and that kind of stuff can s- compared to Sutton's search mm-hmm. party because mm-hmm. she was so rich and mm-hmm. their family mm-hmm. is so rich and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Privilege. Uh, he- Privilege. Exactly. That's exactly he asks to see her and how she's doing essentially she just says that she doesn't ask for people she doesn't remember anything um she leaves out the part that she's the that Casey's the only person that she remembers and that she just watches her goldfish all day um andrew makes a comment saying that I guess your quote, I guess your mom got what she wanted. She never liked me, which is also an interesting comment considering mm-hmm. the mom is awful. Then essentially their meeting is called off because the nanny's coming home. He gives her a photo of like he's they're leaving and he says, give this to her. And it's a photo of. A, photo booth strip of him and sutton and it's like he had been carrying it he just wants her to have something to mm-hmm. see if it helps remember mm-hmm. um and then he still says like he's not letting go of the maybe casey could help them see each other like uh, yes and he Andrews. wants to see her oh, exactly yes. thank you the words yes. aren't coming out of my mouth yeah um and she leaves him with a maybe and he leaves
1: yeah because she's not sure who to trust now like mm-hmm. she can see her mom withheld that information that he had Sutton's car for two days but then she's also like "Well, mom also remove like she her mom is also manipulating like her mother manipulated Casey and not telling her but now yes. her mother is manipulating Sutton and also not telling her that she has a boyfriend like it, it's weird yeah and the
2: fact that Her mom probably knew about these two other missing girls and how it was. Right, because she was a reporter. Exactly. Like, who, whom, who could it be now? Hey, well, Coach is
1: looking sus.
2: Oh, yeah. And we found out who drives the green van.
1: Yes, it's Coach. So,
2: and obviously, Coach or some one of the coaches does something that would irritate Andrew because when she said, Oh, Mm -hmm. if he found out whose truck this or van this was
1: right he would be he
2: wouldn't he wouldn't go to his appointment which is really important
1: right 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 very interesting so Mm -hmm. i'm sus on the cast i'm cut sus on the coach yeah i'm also a little bit sus on natalie
2: Mm. yeah her comments were strange like Mm -hmm. she's gonna be okay right but Mm -hmm. she will get better right yeah Mm -hmm. like it's
1: almost like she knows something Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know at all you know what I mean like she's like like maybe she was told like Sutton's gonna be kidnapped for the cheer squad or something and like that's all she knows but she doesn't want to say anything but she's also like she's gonna be okay right because she does Mm -hmm. know something right like a little piece of the puzzle she's part
2: of Hmm. yes
1: yes Yes. um the cheer cult definitely the videos or whatever's on the laptop seems Mm -hmm. important and I guess the police wouldn't take a broken laptop. You'd think no, they would though. You would think, you would think that they would be like, "Oh, we'll just be taking this." Yeah, I'll just take this cuz you can still read the hard drive or whatever. Exactly. I don't
2: right. know. Yeah. Hi- Pastor Daddy's giving me like, I don't know what's going on there, but maybe it's just the church in general.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting some weird vibes from Pastor Daddy and I'm I'm I find it weird that It was a year from Andrew telling her about his family losing the house. Like, because I think he said that they were renting and that the building was going to be sold or something and that they couldn't afford, like, another place. It seemed like that kind of situation. I'm not sure that actually, like, would that take a year?
2: I don't know how that, yeah, I don't know. That timeline does seem strange to me, but also Mm. I've never, thankfully, had to be in that situation. So Yes,
1: true. You know what? True. I don't know either, but... There are just some questions, and we're fifty percent of the way through. I
2: feel like I can trust Andrew. I think, you you going like out him? on a limb. I'm going out on a limb. I think that I can trust Andrew. Okay, I think okay. he's gen- genuine. Even though he withheld the information, I feel like it was for not a good reason, but I can understand his reasoning.
1: Mm-hmm. He was scared. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I genuinely think that Sutton like i don't think she's playing a game you don't with everybody think? i think okay. something's actually wrong with her okay like i think fair, something fair. has happened and she doesn't and it's fucking her up i don't necessarily okay. think it's like amnesia or something but like i feel like maybe like i don't know she's been like put under a spell or something like i don't know so oh, she won't I keep- talk
2: I keep forgetting that there might be like a sci-fi or par- not paranormal, but like unknown, like a fantasy aspect. Yes. Isn't there? Yes, yeah. that's the word.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a yeah. There is some sort of vibe to it, isn't it? Isn't okay.
2: there? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll. I guess we'll find out. We'll read we'll the next bit out. next
1: week. Oh, and did you see how in the Facebook group, Rach said that the dogs are safe. No worries. Thank Romeo's you. Safe.
2: Thanks, Mm -hmm. Rach. Thanks, Mm -hmm. appreciate you. Love that
1: for us. Needed that. So keep reading and know that Romeo. No pets
2: were harmed in the making of this book.
1: No. Okay. See you next week. Catch you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations